Oh, the, on that the Kobe piece online, the, yeah, the Edinburgh Now thing has me listed. It's titled "Student Athlete Reflects on Kobe Bryant," and I was like, <laughs> "Not me." Hey, you never know. <laughs> Not this guy. Maybe someday. All right. Um, I think this is kind of cool that we're the first people to do this, though. Yeah, for sure. Shout out to the Beehive, the, beehive the beautiful Beehive in Edinburgh, Pennsylvania. Do you think anybody's gonna listen to this? Uh, my mother, maybe. I doubt that even. <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to listen to this. All right. Hello and welcome into Liminal Space, the brand new first ever podcast live from the Beehive. Of course, when you listen to this, it won't be live, but it is Liminal. Because what we're hoping for here is a place of growth and change, and that sounds ridiculous because we're going to talk about nonsensical things. However, we're real deep in this room, so it's a liminal space. We're going to be changed by the time we come Liminality is important. Liminality. That voice you're hearing is Richard Gibson. I'm Sam Bowen. Thank you for listening, for the three of you that are listening. (laughs) Um, Welcome. Welcome welcome in. (laughs) Welcome in. So what we want to do generally to kick off this show, because it should be going weekly until we get canceled, is <laughs> we want to do a bit of a rapid fire section. But since this is the first show, what we figured we would do is a rapid fire question about a little bit of get to know us. Get to know who Sam is, who I am. Yeah. So, Richard, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? <coughs> Up to you, my friend. Do you want to swap questions? I, I'll, I'll, I'll open. I'll open with the okay. first question. Okay. Um, all right, Sam. What is your favorite NFL team? My favorite NFL team is the Minnesota Vikings, Defend the North, Skull Damn Vikes, all that good stuff. They're the best. Um, they got cheated this year. No, they didn't. They were just bad. Richard, do you prefer baths or showers? <laughs> um, I'm going to have to go with baths on this one. I love a good a good soak in the tub. Oh, yeah. If you have time for it, bath is the way to go. Absolutely. Definitely. All right, Sam. Um basic question where are you from i'm from what is now known as the center of the universe erie pennsylvania erie, Pennsylvania. richard tougher question do you prefer to eat a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch or frosted flakes i'd have to go cinnamon toast crunch every time you know i think that's the wrong answer no every I time i would go with frosted flakes because mm-hmm. here's the thing with frosted flakes is you could put a little bit of cinnamon on them if you really want it uh, you got me there mm. all right sam uh let's see what is your degree in college? <laughs> <laughs> I am an English writing major, which is super boring, and I won't get any job offers, and I'll have to go back to school eventually. So we're doing this podcast. Which is why we're doing this, this podcast. Doing the so podcast. listen and download specifically so that we don't have to have degrees. But it, college is important, though. All right, Richard, uh, Star Trek or Star Wars? Your choice. Uh, Star Wars every time. Star Wars all the way. I have never seen either of them, so... I don't know. I'll take your word for it. All right. Um, in the same vein, what's your favorite movie of all time? My favorite movie of all time, I used to tell people, was uh, uh, Goodwill Hunting because I thought it made me sound real, real smart, like Matt, real yeah. smart, like Matt As Damon. It would, yeah. Um, but in reality, it is uh, The Dark Knight. All right. Not so smart. Better movie. Richard, is it true that you once submitted a video to The Bachelorette? <laughs> Uh, that is that's fake news. That's I fake don't know news. where you heard that one, but not true. We need to get one of those stamps so it's like fake news. Yeah, untrue. Untrue. All right. Um. You know what? What is 
what is your favorite food of all time? Favorite food of all time, uh, probably burritos. I love burritos. Okay. Um, a good burrito. Any any type of Mexican food, Latin, Latin food, big fan of. I can get down with that. Yeah, I'll eat it every day. Um, Richard, final question of the rapid found of the rapid <laughs> fire section: um, Is it true that around campus people know you as Captain Crocodile? I, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I would not be opposed to people knowing me. And, and referring to me as Captain Crocodile. So it turns out that one is true. Yes, or at that least is true. Hopefully I hope true. one day it will be true, yes. <laughs> okay. So hopefully we learned a lot there. We didn't – well, I mean, we learned a lot about Richard, not a ton about I learned him. nothing about you, but – That's fine. I keep the mystery. <laughs> so now what we're going to do is go ahead and send ourselves into the news blender. So we're going to go ahead and mix up some national sports news. This is a sports podcast after all. And we're going to mix it in with some Edinburgh news. So, Richard, why don't you go ahead and kick us off? All right. So, in national news, uh, we're going to go with basketball first. Uh, last evening, the Raptors beat out the Cleveland Cavaliers 115-109. to And the Hawks beat out the 76ers, which, honestly, I was shocked about, 127-117. to It's a close game. Very nice. In Edinburgh news, the men's basketball team lost 93-56 to at Mercyhurst to extend their losing streak to nine games. Oh, yeah. Oof. Tough. All right, sliding right back over into into hockey. Um, last night, I was very disappointed. The Montreal Canadiens beat out the Buffalo Sabers three to one. My team, the Sabers, they're letting the ball drop this year. Kind of disappointed. I don't watch hockey. So, <laughs> back to Edinburgh news. The women's basketball team beat Mercyhurst and they beat the mess out of them, seventy-eight to sixty-one. Behind Michaela Barnes's forty-three points, which is Richard. A school record. Incredible. Uh, going into a little bit of a warmer off-season sport, the Waste Management Open is happening right now in Phoenix, Arizona, which is, for those of you who don't know, uh, a golf tournament. Um, in the lead, we have Horschel with nine under. Clark and uh, Tony Finau is uh, is six under, which, honestly, I, I thought he would be way up higher on that leaderboard. So we'll be interested to see what happens when this tournament ends. I don't like Tony Finau because I watched that video where his ankle dislocated and popped back in, and <laughs> it was super gross. Speaking of warm sports, swimming, Nick Bradford of Edinburgh was named the PSAC Swimmer of the Week. You know what? Um, jumping out of the pool and jumping onto the mountain, uh, <laughs> we have – as one does as one does jumps from the pool to the mountain we have the x games going on right now and personally i'm a skier so we're going to follow men's slope style skiing the at uh, the leader right now is alex hall with the gold medal then we have alex bielau marchand mm-hmm. that sounds like a real name the silver and um we have ferdinand and his name on the on the leaderboard they just had Ferdinand, so Ferdinand is in third <laughs> place with the bronze for the X Games. X, of course, stands for extreme, and another extreme sport is men's wrestling because it's you know it's a lot of violence. Yes. And speaking of wrestling, uh, Tyler Vath and Jacob Oliver of Your Fighting Scott both posted wins against the number ten team in the nation, the Pittsburgh Panthers. That was the news blunder. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, <clears throat> so uh, with this uh, podcast being kind of sports-related, do we want to talk about the Super Bowl this weekend? I think we probably should. We probably As should. As a sports podcast, we should probably cover the biggest sports day in the country. 
Um, so actually, I think this game is going to be super fascinating. I think this is going to be one of those rare instances where we, we as collective viewers, you're, you're not a Chiefs fan or a 49ers fan. No. I'm not a Chiefs fan or a 49ers fan. So just as football fans, I think we are going to get a really good game, which is nice, right? Because last year was a snooze fest. And you yeah. know, actually, I don't want to call it a snooze fest. <laughs> that's, that's terrible. But it, it did suck. The game No, sucked. it was a boring game to watch. I feel like this game, um, from what I understand, is, is going to be intense. And I think since both teams kind of this is their, their first time in, in a long time um, being on, in, on such a national stage like this. Mm-hmm. Um, the where, Chiefs haven't been in 50 years. Yeah, and so I think with, with something like this going on, the game should be intense. It should be entertaining to watch. And like you said, since I'm, not a, I'm not a Chiefs or 49ers fan. And so for me, it'll just be entertaining to sit down and watch a get, watch the game. Right. Well, and that's I mean that's kind of the beauty of the Super Bowl, right? Is like every year, you know, obviously I'm like hoping and praying and and offering sacrifices to the football gods that the Vikings might make an appearance because <laughs> they have never even made a Super Bowl in my lifetime. But that's a story for a different time. Um, but you know, like it's just such a cool event, honestly. Like that yeah. happens in this country is like everybody watches this game people you know? who even don't watch football all year long have will you sit s- down and have watch you seen those commercials that um they're doing with um uh toby from the office where they're like call off call off work on monday february 3rd because everybody knows you oh, don't want to yes, work yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. like that's what i'm talking about and so like that's a cool i think that's like such a cool thing that you're just like like i go to the same super bowl party every year um a couple of my friends host it, but like it's it's turns into like a block party essentially. Yeah. You know, like there's like grandparents, there's like little kids. You know, there's it's like everybody is coming you, collectively. We come to watch this game. I think that's a really a really cool thing. I agree. I think the Super Bowl. It, it really. What do you do for the Super Bowl, Richard? What do I do for yeah, the Super Bowl? You just sit in isolation. <laughs> no. So typically, um, being in college, the Super Bowl is a time for for drinking and eating fair enough food yeah um i typically go to a friend's house or i'll have people over to my house we'll watch the super bowl um, now that's a lot that's a lot of pressure is hosting that's why i like to go elsewhere yeah i agree i like but i like hosting um you don't have to worry about getting home that's, that's a, true that's a plus. you can do whatever you want and a lot my friends aren't disrespectful though they'll, they'll help me pick up a little bit after after the fact you know what else is a real pause uh, like a real plus of hosting is um familiar bathroom which i find to be such a bonus like you know you you go to your friend's house and you're like this is now a communal bathroom i don't know how to use this bathroom like the hand soap is weird they don't have Uh the towels i like my hands are still wet you know it's very bizarre why do you still have a christmas themed shower curtain (laughs) up and now that's all i can think about is like oh the game's going on but like your shower curtain is christmas it's february you're not wrong you know, I think one of the things, too, with, with hosting your own party is you can make your own food. You now see, I guess that's interesting. You make food. Uh, I make bean. I make bean dip. <laughs> <laughs> is, that a, is that like layered or? Yeah, it's a layered bushes bean dip. Oh, OK. Shout out to bushes. Shout out. This is not sponsored. No, but no. But bushes beans are good. They're, <laughs> I mean, yeah. they're tasty. It's a tasty treat for you and homeless people, yeah. <laughs> for old timey hobos. Just a can of beans. Um, now, now that's interesting. I guess this is like we differ here. Is like I wouldn't. Uh, 
I wouldn't ever make food. I'm a big believer in catering, but that's for all. That's for all services, right? I think like thing- I would always rather pay somebody to do something because I generally don't know how to do it. Right. I think with with making your own food or at least and you can have like a potluck. People bring food. I like doing that, especially in my house. Um, And I I say my house. It's my parents home, of course. But, you know, their friends always bring food. We make food. It's a good time. And you never can go wrong with some Super Bowl food, some some chips, some Doritos and and some bean dip. Really? So the (laughs) and some bean dip. So that's uh, the bean dip is your go to. That's bean dip is my go to Super Bowl food. If you don't have bean dip. When you're watching the Super Bowl, then you're not. That's what you're. Honestly, looking, you're not watching the Super that's Bowl. That's what you're looking forward to uh, most. Two days from now is getting getting, getting some, some bean, bean dip, dip in your mouth. Yes. Okay. I think I'm looking forward most to chicken wings. I love chicken wings, but okay. like I like rarely eat them. You know, because they're kind of like messy and like you like you have to really like order chicken wings, right? Like you can't. I guess you yeah. can make them, but they're kind of a hassle. No, you can't make chicken wings. See, I'm a Buffalo. Fan. I'm a big Buffalo fan, and so I love some chicken wings. Oh, I I love them. I love them, but I probably only eat them like four or five times a year. No, see, I eat chicken wings maybe once a week, maybe Are once you every si- two weeks. Really? Yeah, I love chicken wings. Oh man, there's oh, man. I I like all types of chicken wings, and I'm not trying to be biased here when I say that that Buffalo really does have. The best chicken wings. Look, I'm not I'm not disputing that with you. And and just I guess to be fair, I've never eaten chicken wings in the city of Buffalo, but Buffalo wings are my preferred they are good. they're my preferred flavor of wings. Like if you can't make hot wings, then I don't trust your ability to make wings at all. No. Buffalo Buffalo chicken wings are just oh my god, they're so good. <laughs> they're such a good but again, a Super Bowl staple is is bean, is bean dip. dip. It it's has to be bean dip. I'm <laughs> that, telling so you. So you you'd prefer a bean dip over like a buffalo chicken dip? Yes. I see. I don't like buffalo chicken dip. I really don't. You just talked about <laughs> buffalo, like yeah, all buffalo. All, <laughs> all buffalo chicken dip is is buffalo wings that you can eat with a tortilla chip. No, but I don't like. And I just. Cream I don't like the 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 texture of of buffalo chicken dip. So you prefer the texture of <laughs> ma- mashed up beans? That's. To, to cream cheese. Uh, you know what? Whatever. Yeah. To each their own. Anyways, Say we should jump vie. back into, yeah. into the Super Bowl, we actually. Should, we should probably actually break it down. Although, I thought that was a pretty good breakdown. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. I'm starving now. Tom Brady's going to be eating some... He, you know what Tom Brady's going to eat? He's going to eat buffalo chicken dip. Because well, he seems like not like a bean dip then guy. That's this is like probably it. the only time I will ever say this. Uh, Tom Brady and I have something in common. Oh... All right, so when we were looking at this Super Bowl, we broke it down. Um, basically, so Richard and I are both very big football fans, which is applicable to pretty much everybody, but yeah. we have a podcast, and you don't. So we're going to talk <laughs> about it. So, Richard, uh, Richard, you believe that San Francisco is going to win this game, right? I do. I think that, honestly, um, I, I want San Francisco to win just for the fact that Jimmy Garoppolo um, – is a good quarterback. I think he yes, he's young. At the same Jimmy time, GQ. I I think that he should win. Um it'd be a big smack in the face of the Patriots. It really would. Um So you're rooting you're rooting with your heart because you hate the Patriots. Yes, I'm rooting I'm rooting for the 49ers because I don't like the Patriots. 
I think that's fair. I think that's fair. One of the reasons I'm rooting against the 49ers is not only did they eliminate the Vikings this year, but I also hate Nick Bosa. And I know we're not supposed to say hate that much, but, like, it's sports. It's not real, so don't take it so seriously. But I I hate Nick Bosa. He is – if you were making a list of people in the NFL that you know – are just jerks, right? Nick Bosa's yeah. at the top of that list. I mean, to each their own. Nick Bosa's the type of person that would, like, jump in a cab in front of an old lady <laughs> because he had to get to an air, like the airport, you know? I like, mean... You just know it. Sometimes you got to get to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> he sucks. I hate him. No, he's actually really good, which is part of also why I hate him. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be way easier if he was terrible. But anyway, I think, uh, speaking of not sucking... Um, yes. Let's talk about Patrick Mahomes and why it is that he and the Kansas City Chiefs are going to win this Super Bowl. First of all, Patrick Mahomes is the best player on the planet. Like, there's just no no more bones about that. Like, he, the last two weeks particularly, we have seen Mahomes raise his game, right? He, yeah, he, he was has. down 24 nothing to the Texans, scored 51 unanswered points to win that game. Then he was down 10 nothing to the Titans, and that, I mean, obviously those numbers don't seem the same, but, like, that Titans team, we saw them. They were good. They, they were, were They were a decent team. I do think that Mahomes is is really young. Um, and, I well, I think him and Garoppolo both. They, they, I think Garoppolo is only 27, maybe. Yeah, Mahomes is 24. The reason that this game, I feel like, will be so interesting is we have two really young QBs yeah. going head-to-head on the world stage. It does kind of feel like the start of um, – like, we might see this game a couple more times. Yes. You know? Well, and we were talking just the other day uh, about how there's going to be a new – the NFL is very young right now in terms of quarterbacks mm-hmm. and teams. Like, there's going to be a, a new wave awesome. and a yeah. learning curve almost. Yep. Look at, like, Josh Allen is, is 22 years old, mm-hmm. right? He's a really good quarterback. Lamar Jackson um, is 21 or 22 yeah. at tops. He's going to win the MVP. And he's a good quarterback. So, I think the thing is, is – is we have all these young teams coming in. There's definitely going to be a learning curve, and this is the first time we're going to see what this quote-unquote new generation Mm -hmm. is capable of. Which is awesome. It's good for the league. It's because I think people were starting to get sick of Brady and, like, so Eli retired. um, Roethlisberger's hurt. Brady Brady could retire. Breeze might retire. Eli retired. Mm -hmm. I think, like, it's good to appreciate those guys and what they did, but, like, I personally, I'm also ready to move on. I'm also yeah. ready to see. I like, want to see this new kind of generation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just more it's exciting. exciting. It's it more is. Exciting. They, they have a lot more to, to, to kind of work for, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Money's not really that much of a fact. They haven't. Yes. Yeah. S- they aren't sitting in millions yet. I mean, they are. Well, <laughs> <laughs> they don't have Tom Brady. Money. They don't have. Yeah. No. They, you don't have uh, that cream cheese money. So. Um, listen, I I really am rooting for the Chiefs because of Mahomes, but I also just think from like what we want, right? Like what how the game has evolved. Well, do you think their defense is going to be a, a big factor? I think San Francisco's defense is going to be a huge factor because they're the number one defense, and I I like I understand that they're the number one defense, and I understand that like George Kittle was the number one overall PFF. Mm-hmm rated player this whole season and like i understand people want kyle shanahan to win this super bowl and have his coronation as like the new best young coach in the league 
I just don't think it's going to happen because here's the thing, right? It's like Richard Sherman and that defensive line, yeah. they're all studs. Sherman, to his credit, well, he's an, he, he was an all, first team all pro this year. But here's the thing, right? He only plays the left side of the field. He doesn't follow receivers. So all you got to do is like Sherman, I would line up, I would line up Travis Kelsey, who's probably the second best tight end behind George Kittle. I'd line him up with Sherman. Physically, they can match up. And then I would put, I would put, Tyreek Hill and McCole Hardman on the left on side, the left of, the side of the field yeah. because there's nobody like legitimately on the planet, but definitely in the 49ers <laughs> secondary that can match up with that speed. I mean, I agree. I think, but at the end, again, we're talking about the Super Bowl here and a, and a lot of times you see teams get to the Super Bowl and all of a sudden they just crack under this pressure. Like they, to look, know look at what the Rams did last year. Yeah. To know that everybody, the entire planet almost is watching mm-hmm. you. And you got these young guys and mix in with some of these these old guys, uh, these you know seasoned players. Um, there are gonna mis- there are going to be mistakes that are made. Which is kind of why I it sounds it almost sounds weird to say based off his history, but I feel like I kind of trust Andy Reid more here, right? Like mm-hmm. this is Shanahan's first big dance. Um, and look, by all accounts, he has done everything perfectly this season. The three, no, has, the three yeah. times they lost this year were on last second field goals or touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Like they, they were literally three plays away from having a. They were being undefeated. They are currently destroying everybody that is in their path. They crushed the Vikings, made the Vikings look like they didn't even get off the plane. They were up 27 nothing at half on the Packers in the NFC Championship game. That that doesn't happen. 27 nothing at half in the in NFC. Ha- yeah, at a, uh, during a championship game. So they they are currently just destroying teams and you wonder almost if that type of momentum gets like that type of momentum when it meets like this is the national stage this mm-hmm. is you know this is the big time when those two things collide can Shanahan step up and keep it going because like I trust Andy Reid to be able to do it because I honestly don't think Andy Reid cares like obviously he does but like he's he's a hall of fame coach already he yeah. has nothing to prove but like because Shanahan it's again it's gonna be well actually speaking of you know we'll leave it to the stars um I want to talk about side note um, well, you know, horoscopes and astrological signs of the pretty, stars. Speaking of the stars, because these guys are yeah. stars, right? Yeah, they they are stars. This is a this is an idea Richard so has been pitching is, all week. This is something that I wanted to talk about. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo was born under the sign of the goat. Oh my God! Okay, like he did play under Tom Brady. So all I'm gonna say is is that according to some horoscope website that I can't pronounce. Don't Jimmy Garoppolo's that. life path is influenced by the number six and indicates a destiny marked with intense desire for love, conciliation, and harmony. And he's driven by perfection. So I think with knowing that going into the Super Bowl, like there's no question that the 49ers are gonna are gonna take the dub. I don't know, man. You know who's got six rings? Tom Brady. You know who's <laughs> the goat? Tom Brady. Seems like maybe Garoppolo's stuck. But you can't deny what the horoscopes say. So, all right. So that's Jimmy G's horoscope. Yeah. Now let's talk about the other star under the stars, okay. Mahomes. Yeah. Like what? What is so his horoscope telling you? I'm t- going to tell you right now, man. Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> Mahomes horoscope. So Mahomes is a little younger than mm-hmm. than the great Jimmy G. The great. Uh, I'm calling him okay. great because someday he's going to be great. Fair enough. Okay. Mahomes horoscope 
his birth path is is five. It's not six. It's one less. Oh man. Less indicating he's gonna lose. Oh my goodness. Um, he he he's he's off the beaten track. Adaptability and multiplication of resources is in the stars for this week for Mahomes. Resources. That's that's um, McCole Hartman, Tyreek Hill, and Travis Kelsey. You must cope as well as you can with the changes and transformations occurring in your life. Changes and transformations being that he's going to blow this the lead, maybe. Ooh. He's going to blow the lead All in right. the Super Bowl. You know what? So why don't we do this, Richard? Because we're starting to – we're getting low on time here. So why don't we do this? If Patrick Mahomes – has a lead okay. and blows it in the Super Bowl, you can dictate all of next week's episode. You can you can set all of it because okay. I, I will have no choice but to trust you and your astrological signs. Um, I'm telling you, what do you want to call – okay, let's take it a step further. What do you want to call this lead? Do you think lead at the half – well, it could be any. It could be any lead, right? Because <coughs> like, what if he could be up big early? He might. He might blow a seven point. Lead. Like maybe they're up three late okay. and he throws a pick. I'll, we'll just put it if Mahomes has the lead. All right. And blows it, then all credit to you and the stars and, the, and their alignment. Because I'm telling you, dude, and the stars never lie. This, okay, uh, I will take I'm your word you. for it. I will take your word for it. All right, um, so we are just about out of time, but what we're going to want to do here is we're going to send it to uh, <laughs> One Minute with Richard. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, <coughs> this was Sam's idea, not mine, by the way, everybody, but a good idea. everybody, the the mixers in the room behind us. Yeah, your mom. My mom. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so in the same vein of sports, I wanted to talk about something that I think is pretty important and, and is coming up in the world of sports is um, YouTubers – getting into professional sports um the term youtuber is 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 pretty recent it's it's become kind of synonymous with you know uh bigger names there's like pewdiepie but i specifically want to talk about the the paul brothers jake paul and logan paul now last evening jake paul had a professional boxing match like he had trained he didn't wear headgear it was a pro match in miami um against anise and gibb and he got a first round knockout there's no denying the fact that some of these YouTubers and these guys have the stamina and the mental strength kind of um, to get into professional sports. I think it is a good thing that they're bringing attention to to boxing. Um, I know that Logan Paul, again, the Paul brothers are kind of the forefront of this whole YouTubers getting into sports thing, um, had this this challenger games. It was this big track meet over the summer. And they had YouTubers come in and compete and put out some pretty impressive times, to be honest with you, um, and donate all this money to charity. Um, my hope is is that if there can be this fluid transition from celebrity, like YouTube celebrity to boxer, YouTube celebrity to track star, um, it would not only bring attention to the sport, but it would also um, allow people to say like, well, you don't have to grow up playing. You don't have to do this your entire life. Like you can make that change and you can get into a sport if you want to. It's not too late, which I think is, is a really good message to send out to people. And I don't know who any of those people are. <laughs> so nicely done, Richard. Unfortunately for this episode of Liminal Space, we are out of time. Yes. I think we've grown. I think we've changed. I think we are going to go make some bean dip. But we've given some stupid opinions. A lot of stupid opinions. However, like 90%. <laughs> next week, uh, 
tune in again we're gonna try and and make the episode a little longer maybe a little bit more in depth uh have some new things in the store for for our listeners and who knows uh if patrick mahomes blows the lead richard might get to dictate the whole thing it'll be exciting until then i'm sam bowen i'm richard gibson thank you for tuning in have a good week peace